Hello and welcome to the Conquering Confidence podcast. For the woman who is ready to stop doubting herself, to speak her truth without fear and stand in her power. I'm your host, Rachel Kate. I'm a confidence coach and I'll help you change your life one step at a time, just like I did, whilst also raising my two beautiful children. I'm obsessed with reminding women, just like you, that life is way too short to be anyone but yourself without giving a fuck what anyone thinks and teaching you how. I am so glad that you are here, Queen, and I cannot wait to share today's episode with you. So let's dive in. Hello, beautiful lady. Welcome back to the Conquering Confidence podcast. I hope that you have enjoyed a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Uh, Right now at the time of recording this, it's Friday. I'm heading off this afternoon to drive to Melbourne for the weekend away. Um, And I'm going down to see my mama and my sister. I will also spend a day with my coach in a group session. Hopefully get to see some of my beautiful sisters from retreat that I attended in September while I'm there. And maybe even sneak in a beautiful date night with my man and enjoy some kid-free time while we've got our babysitter there, aka my mama. Thanks, mom. (laughs) Okay, so I hope that you are doing great. Last episode, we chatted about being aware of your thoughts and choosing your focus and how that can look like focusing on all the things that have happened to you or are happening to you at the moment versus what you are currently learning if you're going through shit right now or what you've walked away with from experiences, which really only comes when we are able to shift our focus and focus on finding the gold and the goodness in the crap that we go through in life. So today I want to share with you one thing that I believe is a really big next step when we are trying to get back in touch with ourselves, find ourselves again when we have gone through the process of just just getting to the point where we feel lost, we don't know who who we are, and we just don't feel good about ourselves. And that is getting out of our head and switching off. I know, switching off, right? It's not always the easiest task. The truth about it, though, is that you will never be able to really choose what to focus on in your life or create the life that you are most wanting to live or really focus on doing that at all if you are always plugged in and switched on, being pulled in multiple directions and just available to anyone and everyone at the click of a button or a bing of your phone 24-7 hours a day. This is something that I found very difficult for a very long time. I remember through the first, maybe it was a fair while, it would have been at least the first maybe eight to 10 years of motherhood. I didn't understand what it meant to switch off and to turn off and to actually slow down enough that I actually felt unplugged. And I didn't know what it meant to create time and space for myself. It was like, My daughter was born and yes, I was quite young when that happened. So I didn't really know much about the world at that time. So my daughter was born when I was 19. A couple of years later, I lost my dad. A couple of years later, my son was born and then I ended up losing, uh, leaving my marriage. And it was one thing after the other. It was like just boom, 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 boom. And I got caught up and swept up in all of that stuff, the in-between, I'd forgotten that I had the ability to press the mute button on the entire world, even if that was just momentarily. And being able to do that and feel like everything wasn't going to fall apart when I did. I was 
constantly on, always available, just in case someone ever needed me. And when I think about it, part of that for me personally was potentially a trauma response from the time when I did receive a really bad phone call in the middle of the night from family letting me know when my dad had passed away. But if I get really friggin' honest with myself, for me, it started way before that. It started really taking control of me after my daughter was born. So because she was obviously dependent of me in her newborn stage, I figured that it just meant that I was meant to be available all of the time. And me personally, that I could never walk away and I could never step away and take that back seat at all. I had to be there and I had to be on. She did have a father who could have helped and there were other family that I could have called on, but it was like I forgot how to ask for support or for a time out. And I forgot that I still had needs as a person before being a mum and that I was still human. If I'm quite honest, I completely forgot the feeling of actually being able to switch off. It was something that became so foreign for me because I had just completely stopped having that time for me where there was just quietness and the the things that were adding up on my to-do list were just put aside for a while, knowing full fucking well that, yeah, they're always going to be there. I put the pressure on myself that I always had to do, I always had to be there. And that really hurt my mental health and my just just my general well-being over the years. Thankfully, though, over the past couple of years, through working really deeply on my personal development, on healing myself, on gaining these tools to support me and to to feel better, I've learned that there is a way where we can turn down all of the outside voices and really tune into ourselves and that we actually need to. Like there is a innate human need to do that. We are not meant to be so switched on all the time. Sadly, in this modern world though, we are being programmed by the devices that we all have in our hands that are designed to give us dopamine hits and reward us for using them so that we quite literally cannot find it within us to put them down because the phone and the app makers make money and that's why they do it. That's why they create these things this way. They know that there's psychology behind it that makes them freaking money. And so it's not all our fault that we get sucked into it. But once we become aware of these things, then we can start choosing. What I believe to be true is that if we want to do things like turn down our constant worry and anxiety and like get back in tune with ourselves and reclaim who we truly are and feel fucking good about who we are as well and like confident and in our power and showing up for ourselves and our life, we need to start asking, what is the reality of always being on? I know that A big struggle for me over the years is the feeling of having FOMO. But the fact is, what am I actually going to miss out on? What's the worst that will happen if you miss someone's social media post or if you miss something happening happening in the news? Someone else will probably tell you that is what's actually going to happen. 
I actually experienced this just a couple of weeks ago. I went away on retreat in September. I was away for five days and it was no technology at all. So completely switched off and unplugged. I left on the Thursday. So sorry, I arrived there on the Thursday. And overnight that night, the queen passed away on the Friday. I didn't know about that until the Monday afternoon. And I'd spent the whole weekend just tuned into myself, feeling so amazing. I wasn't being sucked into the media's coverage of the event in the newspapers and on the TV and on Facebook and every site that I visited. Instead, I could be in solitude and I felt amazing during that time. I proved to myself again that I was okay when I didn't know these things. I wasn't left out of anything. In fact, I'm quite grateful that I didn't know that that had happened because I know what happens when big world events happen like this and the media blows them up and it's just everywhere and people buy into it. There's this energy, this, oh, oh my God, like this panic energy. And we get affected by that. We can't pretend that we don't get affected by that. Like we can feel it. You can sense it. You don't have to look back too far. Like for example, just when all the COVID stuff was going on and there was this real energy around it. Even if you personally were not affected by having to stay home with all the mandates that were going on, there was just an energy about it. So we are affected by these things. Next, the second thing that I know about always being on is that we are always in a state of being ready to react or respond to potential perceived threats. It's like creating hypothetical scenarios in our head of what could possibly happen or what if there's an emergency. But what's the reality that an emergency is actually going to happen in every moment of every day? I can tell you now it's pretty fucking unlikely. When we can't switch off, we are in a state of constant high stress. We are in that fight or flight and our body then ends up producing way too much cortisol in our body, which is the stress hormone. And then we wonder why we can't sit down with our loved ones and be present or when we lay in bed at night for hours on end with a racing mind, unable to shut off and get to sleep. Chemically, with our hormones, we are overstimulated because we are struggling to slow down or to switch off the outside noise. I know that I used to have this old belief that others needed me, so I had to be available. But then if I'm there for everyone else, then who's really here? Like here, right here, now, in my body, for me, living my life? No one is because they're all out there doing their thing. And I had to fucking flip that around, that the world will not end if I become unavailable for 15 minutes or for half an hour or for an hour. And that was what the process looked like for me. I had to start slowly working my way up to becoming okay with not being available because it was hard to let go of the ego's need to feel important and to feel validated. And I've programmed, reprogrammed, sorry, my mind and proved to my brain that it was okay to be still and quiet and to turn off for a little while, if just for a little while. 
I actually used to take antidepressants for anxiety for a, oh, I think it would have been about at least six months. And eventually I was able to start weaning myself off of them slowly because when I became aware of this and once I started blocking out some of that external noise, I was switching my focus to myself then and filling up my cup and also learning how to soothe my own nervous system in the process, which was taking me out of that fight or flight and into that calm groundedness where I could really start relaxing into my body or into the present moment which was super important to me as a mum of two, to be able to give my children that time where I wasn't always there with them, but mentally off doing something else. I was missing out on their life and enjoying them at the stage that they were at right now Because in my head, I was always going future. I was always going somewhere else in my head because I couldn't turn off all those thoughts and all the chatter and the outside buzz and noise. It was sucking the life out of me. And if you are someone who has struggled with switching off, I know that you know how this feels. So really flipping this on its head came from becoming really intentional to start doing things like switching my phone off or putting it on aeroplane mode for a little while, putting it on do not disturb in the evenings at a particular time and just being at home with my family and not being constantly worried about, oh, but what if, what if someone needs me? What if there's an emergency? It also has looked like uh, grounding practices, like going outside barefoot to reset my body's frequency and get in tune with the earth. I've also used some amazing guided breathwork practices, which have been super helpful for my over overactive brain and mind to just start naturally quieting down. It's like using the body to help the body. All of those things, I mean, there's, there's a ton more that I've tried as well, but some of those things are the things that I still try to actively do today and, cre- and build into my week, build into my schedule. Because the thing is that, yes, I have really big goals for my life and I have all this stuff that I want to achieve, but I also know that the most valuable thing we all have in this world is time. It is the one thing that you can't get more of. And there's going to come a day when you don't have any more of it. And I'm, I am tearing up speaking about this. Time will use you instead of you using it if you don't ever slow down and unplug from the external world. There are people in your life right now who love you so freaking much. And you are not showing up for them. You are not able to be with them. You are struggling to be mentally present, which means you are also finding it hard to be present with yourself and honor yourself and tune in and listen to your needs and hear that voice within that says, no, I don't want to do that. I need to do this instead. 
You're never going to be able to find that clarity, that peace, that happiness, or create the life that you are most wanting with this constant buzzing in your ears. So I really want to challenge you. I'm setting you a challenge to unplug for 30 minutes this week. Put it in your calendar now. As soon as you jump off this episode, 30 minutes this week with the intentionality that you are going to be unavailable. I want you to put all your devices and your electronics away, and that includes your TV or Netflix. And some ideas of what you can do with that half an hour is you can read a book, you can go for a walk in nature, sit outside with a cuppa if you are not so much of an adventure person and just enjoy being outside. Um, You can pop on a guided meditation on YouTube, for example, or if you are a mama and the weather allows, go and play with your kids for a couple of minutes. Be unavailable for a while. Give yourself some breathing space and gift back to yourself some of that time that you would have spent just worrying about hypothetical possible problems in the future, which I'm going to be fucking honest with you, will most likely not ever happen anyway. So I hope that today has been a big permission slip that you've potentially been waiting for to start swapping your habit of being there for other people to being there for yourself more often because you are deserving of that bare minimum, minimum human need and you are worthy of the ability to find peace and presence and stillness within yourself. So I really want to hear how you go with this. Go and pop this in your calendar right away. When you do it, tag me on social media after your 30 minutes, of course, at The Real Rachel Kate, or DM me and let me know what you end up choosing to do for your time for yourself to be unavailable and unplug from the world. I'm sending you so much love and I adore you. Thank you so much for your valuable time and energy today, gorgeous. I am so honored that you chose to listen to this podcast. Like, honestly, it is my mission to help women create the confidence that they are most craving. So please share this episode or this podcast with a woman who you know needs this in their life. It would mean the world to me. I love you so freaking much and I'll see you next episode.